Curious. You would make an excellent Cephalon, Tenno. Welcome to Cephalon Squared, a Warframe community and podcast. Find out how to join the collective by heading over to our website at cephalonsquared.com. Now, here are your Cephalons, Greg and Lucas. Sisters below, below, below. below. <laughs> I don't even know the rest of the lyrics. So welcome to episode 140 of Cephalon Squared. Clearly, Cephalon Lucas knows the rest of the lyrics, and I'm sure all of you out there do as well. I'm Cephalon Greg. Hi. 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 It has been a few weeks, and we apologize for that. We did say we were going to try and stick to a bi-weekly or fortnightly schedule, which we kind of have, but... I have a thing. I've got to go to hospital next week to get, like, to to become a cyborg. I've been planning, you know, to re-implant some of my um, prior human components. I don't know. I've got to go have an I've got to go have an operation next week in real life, uh, and it's just going to screw without our fortnightly plans. And I said to Lucas, I reckon they're going to release update Tip thirty story. next week. So yep. let's just go an extra week. So we went three weeks between uh, episodes, and luckily, luckily, I was right, and they released Tempestari last week, but or during the week this week. But I also have a feeling they're going to do a bloody dev stream this week, and I'm not going to be around next weekend to cover it. So fingers crossed, D. If you're listening, come on, give it another week. One more week. week. One more week. Friday the 30th. That's when you can do the dev stream. That's a perfect time to do the dev stream. Think about it. The day before May. Perfect time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anyway, (laughs) Lucas, son, how is the weather up north? Weather rambles. Weather rambles. Weather rambles. Weather rambles. Well, the weather here in Ipswich is kind of wacky. Yesterday it was cold and rainy. Today it's 24 degrees Celsius, 75 Fahrenheit for you Fahrenheit folks, and 50% humidity. So the weather is just not knowing what the hell it wants to do. And it's been like that for the last three weeks. Welcome to Melbourne weather. And speaking of Melbourne, the weather is actually pretty consistent, consistently shit. It's 19 degrees Celsius, (laughs) 67 degrees Fahrenheit, 53% humidity. Some people be like, oh, that's nice. It's not nice when it's 19 every day and cloudy and boring. (laughs) It's just dull and boring. But anyway, anyway, I was just sort of looking at the date and going, holy fuck, is it really the 18th of April? Where the hell has this year gone already? I'm dreading this year. <laughs> We're already a third of the way into it. Uh, I can't even remember anything that's happened over the last couple of months. It's just, it's a massive blur. I mean, starting a new job can be like that, but wow. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost yeah. May. Almost May. <sighs> and then it's almost June. And then it's almost June. Yeah. Halfway through the year. And I'll be 30. So weird. You'll be 30. I'll be 30. This year? This year. God, you're old. I am old. So very <laughs> old. That's a whole whole new decade. It is. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, you'll be right. <laughs> anyway, what's been happening in the last three weeks in Warframe and other game times? Good work. Because <laughs> my brain was shutting down. Not much. <laughs> Not much at all. Of course, this week, Tempestari has been happening. So some Warframe, what we were waiting for was for Tempestari to come out, or at least what I was waiting for was Tempestari to come out on consoles. So I finally had that chance, and we will be talking about that, obviously, today. So I'll skip on that. But apart from that, I haven't done, I haven't played any games, really, apart from AFK Arena. And? (laughs) And? I played something else? Yes. Yes, I'm pretty sure, like, most people have been playing this. What is it? Is Outriders! Ah, oh, Outriders! I forgot about that game. <laughs> I'm kind of over it now. So, yeah. <laughs> yes, I, I did play the shit out of Outriders for a good, probably only one week. By the time I finished the game, I was like, oh, I think I'm done. Expeditions mm-hmm. are good, but they're really hard, and you need you oh, actually really need a team of three. Nah, you can do it with two people. Ah, oh, not with my two people. <laughs> We don't have good builds, and it's fucking us up. So I just gave up. 
And that's the story of Outriders in Greg's world. How about you? <laughs> well, I have been game hopping like crazy over the last couple of weeks. There's been more Shovel Knights, turning to Shovel Knights a little bit. Uh, Magic Cat, you know, just trying to do uh, Platform Tuesdays on my stream channel, the Twitch channel. Mm-hmm. So that's been happening. Then there's also, of course, Elder Scrolls Online, ESO. Uh, we've actually building up uh, the Not a Cult Guild quite heavily. Uh, <laughs> Things are going nicely over there. We've got some PvP events planned for the upcoming weekend. Of course, Outriders. Outriders. I've been playing Outriders heavily with Mr. Kiwi, Mr. Cephalon Kiwi. Um, and yeah, we've been we've been smashing the expeditions. I think we're up to tier eleven in expeditions. Oh, yes. Yeah. Nice. yeah. I'm struggling at tier four. <laughs> Damn. Damn. So we're starting to get the good gear. Kiwi this morning bragged to me that his armor's up to 90k. <laughs> Far <Jesus>. out, mate. <laughs> Calm down. Calm down. Hollywood Kiwi. Yeah, yeah. Fucking absolutely crazy. And, of course, I've jumped back into Temtem because there was a massive update this past week. Uh, and they added a whole new island, whole new bunch of little critters to capture, um, whole new content. So, yay, game jumping and a Warframe type of story. Nice. Lots, Very lots nice. of stuff. Fucking so busy. I am looking forward to the end of April though because um Nier Reincarnation comes Ooh. out next week and I do love Nier. It is one of my favorite Well Nier Automata is one of my favorite games of all time and this being the reimagined or redone prequel, bring it on. Ooh. I need it in my life. Do it. Do the thing. So I'm looking do forward to that. The and then after that Returnal, Returnal on PS5 just looks f- fucking amazing. That's all I can Noise. say. Bullet hell first third person shooter. Bring it on. Ooh, hell yeah. Give it to me. That's Give it to me good. in my veins. All right. Anyway, this is a Warframe podcast. So back to Warframe it is. And um it it's been three weeks, but there is a good reason for us holding off on on doing podcasts. There isn't much news. There's bugger all news, to be honest. There's there's really like no news. <laughs> yeah. So let's uh let's kick on into it. All right. News. News. Ah, another year and another hilarious April Fools. This year was all about Fashion Face, <laughs> the truest of Endgame's Warframe branded cosmetics. Yeah, what did you think of this one? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I love that how one of their color palettes was just Megan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I noticed that. That was funny. <laughs> uh, hat tip to Megan. <laughs> At least you're consistent. <laughs> <laughs> well done. They did great with that. I mean, every year it's clearly an April Fool's joke, but they go to the effort of making a video for it and everything, and it's it's quite enjoyable and amusing. So kudos to the team. Thank you. And if you got fooled, no comment. What was last year's one? I can't remember last year's. Neither can I. I was. Hoping I remember the year. Asked. I remember the year before. The year before was um, Path of Exiles Warframe crossover. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Still wish that could happen. (laughs) I don't remember last year's. (sighs) And while we're on Path of Exile, kudos to the team. They just released something new. They've been, they've been, they've had a shit week, to be honest. So I feel sorry for their team. I'm not going to explain why. If you want to want, if you want to find out why, look it up. Yeah. Some people are trolls and assholes and it results in other people's headaches. So... Path of Exile is a game worthy of your time. Go out and play it if you haven't before. Do it. Do the thing. It's free to play. All right, next up. You probably missed out on the Platinum sale on consoles, so there's not much reason in me telling you about it, but um, if you did miss out, sucked in, I guess. If you didn't, yay. <laughs> Bizarre. <laughs> I, uh, we, if you were in our, our Discord, you would have heard all about it because people were talking about it. I went and had a look and went, ooh, I should buy some Platinum, and realized I still had 2,000, so I thought, nah, I'll be right. <laughs> <laughs> And Barrow brought a new weapon with him to PC recently, the Halakar Wraith. Good old rocket boomerang. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, rocket boomerang. I didn't check out the stats. I should have. But, um, (laughs) yeah, I didn't didn't check out the stats. I'm interested in that because I do like boomerang weapons. I do like, buddy, what do you call them? Glaives. Glaives, thank you. I do like the glaives. I didn't like the Halakar because, you know, a lot of the time the base glaives are a bit shit. But the Wraith could be good. Mm, especially if it does still have the uh, the passive of the Halakar 
with the whole uh, chance to disarm enemies. Yeah, I, I believe it does. Mm, I believe nice. it does. So go check it out. It'll be on console in a couple of weeks. Keep an eye out for that one. Next up, if you have been sleeping in a cave under a rock, you wouldn't know this. Call of, Temp- Call of Tempestari has arrived on all platforms. Huzzah. Huzzah indeed. Get out from under that rock. Get out of your cave. Go to where there's electricity and an internet connection and a, a, a games console. And play it. Do the thing. Yes. Out on all platforms. All oh. platforms, folks. Same time. In fact, the only that was delayed on PlayStation for some reason, I don't understand. Never <sighs> didn't look into. It was only a couple of hours, but still, usually it's Switch. So Switch players, there you go. Sucked in for <laughs> PlayStation beat players. PlayStation. <laughs> And lastly, Warframe's eight-year celebrations are sure to start soon. Yes. <laughs> At least you can grab the official merch from the merch store. Go check it out. They've done a beautiful job, uh, as usual, with their celebratory merch. Looks great. Looks fantastic. Do it. Do the thing. Support them. <laughs> it does. It's the same kind of thing as, as what they had last year. Sort of black and whitey image on a white art, art T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, like like ninja art. Yeah, it looks good. Yeah, it looks good. Yeah. You should get it. And you that's the news. A couple Yay. of things that really didn't need to be mentioned, but we mentioned them because fuck, there's no news. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why we're here. Anyway, on to our um, newest segment, and that is Warframe gags. That's the one. So. I've got a couple here today because they made me chuckle. And Tremanth, hat tip to you for a couple of related dad jokes for us all. So buckle up, everybody. Why was my tenno in the gym with Utico, Ticker, Little Duck, and the business? Why was he in the gym? Because we all lift together. <laughs> Hardy, har, har. And like I said, a related joke. Why was my Tenno in a car with Rocky, Rude Zood, and Legs? Why was that? <laughs> because we all lift together. L Y F T F T F T F T. Yes, it's a it's a visual joke, but it's still amusing. Lyft is, for those that don't know, a car ride company or a car share company, much like Uber. Funny jokes from Tremanth. Hat tip for the dad jokes. Gotta love a dad joke. (laughs) Next up, Banished has a clever little joke that he made up all by himself. Big boy Banished, we'll call him. Here we go. Vor, Sergeant Rook, and Ateno go to an amusement park. Vor steps up and the park assistant says, that'll be 20 bucks, thanks. Vor pays his money and goes into the amusement park. Next up, Rook goes to the park assistant. That'll be 20 bucks, thanks. Rook forks over the 20 and goes inside. The Tenno walks up to the park assistant and gets ushered straight inside. Vor and Rook look at each other in astonish- astonishment and they ask, why did it cost us 20 bucks, but the Tenno got in for free? And the park assistant said, ninjas play free. <laughs> well done. Well done. Hat tip to the both of you. <laughs> Banished and Tremanth for being our sample jokes <laughs> for this week. There were more. There's always more jokes. People love uh, to come up with a couple of Warframe gags. Keep them coming. I enjoy them. Do it. Do your thing. All right. Discussion time. Discussion this week, obviously, time. Update 30 came out on all platforms. Some of Update 30 or some of the pre-Update 30 stuff came out on PC a couple of weeks ago, but for the console people, it's all new. And last time we spoke, it was Lucas who was talking about the new Railjack stuff, and I had nothing to say because I hadn't really played it. And now we can both discuss everything that has come. So starting off with that Railjack stuff, and the problem I came across was when Railjack first came out, approximately two years ago, thereabouts, maybe a year, a year and a half ago. I can't end remember. of 2019. End, end of, of 2019. 2019. Thanks for remembering. Oh, that's right. I remember now because it was a tumultuous time just before Christmas. Great timing. Yes. When it came out, that was smack bang in the middle of the time when Lucas was grinding up his PC account. And I thought I was also going to grind out a new PC account and, and make PC my new platform. In the end, I decided, nah, 
I don't have time to grind out a new a whole new freaking Warframe account, and I moved back to PS4. But all of my Railjack grinding was done on PC. I did not realize that. The only thing we did on PS4 was grind through to make sure that we had unlocked the dry dock so that anyone in our clan could go and get their um their, their, their railjack. Mm. And then we decided, oh, we're probably going to switch to PC, so let's move everyone in our clan over to the new Cephalon Squared clan headed up by uh, Mothop. Hi, Mothop. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so, I got into my railjack thinking, ah, oh, I can smash this. I'm going to head on out there. And I went to start the Call of the Temp- Tempestari quest and got my, a- my ass and anus handed to me. Here you go, sir. Here's your ass. You left it behind you back there. <laughs> yeah. Somewhere in that asteroid belt. <laughs> so, I'll put it this way. The quest isn't actually hard. But you do need to have a little bit of work put into your, your railjack. I'm sure there's people out there who didn't, and good luck to you. You're better than me. High five. But I struggled. <laughs> but the good thing was, the good thing about that was, it meant that I was forced to go back and actually play through railjack. And that also meant that I can compare the original railjack to what it is now. And I'll say two things. One... It is definitely, definitely better now. And I'll just touch on the fact that the crew makes it a hell of a lot easier. We'll talk about crew later, but does make it a hell of a lot easier. And two, it's still not good enough, in my opinion, to be the main focus of what I do when I get on Warframe. Yeah. Both it takes too long. Statements. Missions it take really too does. long. It really, yes, yes, yes. So it is, it's much more fun. It feels more arcadey, but they just take too long. Yeah, and actually, that brings up a very interesting uh, point that I was going to make when it, when we uh, got around to talking about the new missions that they introduced with this update. Yes, the uh, the void storms. Yes, that is a hundred percent the problem mm. with void storms. <laughs> mm. So why, yes. Lucas? When you do relics, when you crack le- relics. What is the number one most important thing about cracking relics? Efficiency. Mm-hmm. Cracking the fuck out of them in like a minute. Also, also, retaining my retinas. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it. It's, it's a good thing. And, yeah, there's lots of flashing happening in the void. Void storm. My God, my fucking eyes have never been visually assaulted so goddamn much before. They turned it down a little bit. They have toned it down a little. A little. <laughs> Not enough. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, there's there's assaulting happening, and they just take way too long. Yep. Love yep. the you idea, do like- DE. <sighs> so I, did, I did one this morning. This is like, a, just to, you know, get it out of the way and say that I've at least tried it. I at least know what the deal of it with it is. All that kind of shit. So I jumped into one this morning, and, of course, I went solo with my, my three crewmates, And it was just like 10 plus minutes to open a single damn relic. Yeah. You've got to give a reason for people to want to do it. I I think I'd be interested to see. I know, Reb, you love your stats. I'd be interested to see the stats of what missions the majority of players play when they do relic cracking. I would think that there's probably a lot of survivals and excavations things that people can do quickly and over and over and over again for one-offs i would think there's probably a lot of captures Mm. but yeah doing transitioning that over to the void where not only do you have to do the the void mission to crack your relic but you also have to do a railjack component fuck me dead that's off its head you've got to give us a better reason to do relic cracking in the void storms Sorry. Now I know I know they did say that they're thinking about pushing uh like getting rid of the the vault system mm. and making it that uh any vaulted warframes will be accessible uh to farm through the the void storm system and that would be good if it was in game now but it's not so void storms aren't worth doing yeah they're really not they're they're different they're interesting i love the idea yeah the idea is fantastic 
but it, it, it's it's you're adding a whole new flavor to the railjack system and the hazard you know the the hazard of the void storm itself fucking mm. is is excellent you know really really like pushes home what they're trying to 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 do with the void it's really freaking cool but there's no real point to do it. Like, okay, if you want to change up your your relic hunting, then yeah, sure, go try this out to change your palate taste a little bit. <laughs> but then get back to straight back to your more efficient fucking on the planet grinding because that is a hell of a lot more uh, easier, less blinding, and um, <laughs> less aggravating. And if you haven't done it yet and you're wondering how it works, it basically there's a a little storm of I don't know, spiderweb threads or something. Space spiderwebs. That's, yeah, overlaid <laughs> over the node on the planet. So you know which one's having a storm at any at any one given time. And basically, whatever mission is on that node now becomes a void relic fissure mission. So if, yeah. if it was a Grenier one and you need to, as per the old Railjack system, go in, shoot 45 ships knock down four bloody um cruise ships and then go on and kill a sergeant that's what you now need to do but in the context of a relic fisher so while you're in there trying to kill the sergeant that's when your relic shit will be going off otherwise if it's a normal mission in the uh, corpus ones where you've got to fly in get as close to the ship shut the ship down and then do a capture mission or something like that then you'll be doing the relic system on there, and I don't know if you can, if capture uh, missions are even in. I just said that off the top of my head, but whatever. That's where the so you've got these two sections that are unrelated. It's really just in the end, the only place that affects your that the relic ac- cracking actually happens is when you're in the standard regular Warframe mode. So I still think it feels a little disjointed, yeah, as well. Yeah, and the, the the storm hazards occurring all the damn time next year. Like, you just run along and it's like, oh, pretty, bang, you're dead. Okay, <laughs> Railjack is more fun to play now, definitely. Let's actually, definitely, yeah. let's transition onto the crew. The crew, ah, the crew is amazing. And I'll give you a tip. Here's a beginner's tip for an idiot like me. <laughs> when you assign your crew... So when you've actually assigned your intrinsics and you get one crew member unlocked at intrinsic one and then three and then five. So you've got to get to um, uh, command level five in order to unlock all three crew member slots. When you unlock them and you put a crew member there, you actually have to select what they do on the ship in yes. order for them to do it. So I had hired myself a kick-ass engineer because I was like, I fucking hate putting out fires it's my number one hate (laughs) i just hate doing it It fucking annoys me so i want to get a guy who's just going to do that hired him put him on my ship didn't notice he was a defender was wondering why he never put out fires he's just running around circles trying to defend (laughs) Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have to assign them as the engineer. So if you want someone who's going to put out fires, you have to assign them as the engineer. You want someone to defend, you assign them as a defender. If you want a gunner, you assign them as a gunner. If you want a pilot, you assign them as a pilot. Did not realize you had to do that. Was really getting fucked over for a couple of missions. Yeah. Yeah. And customization, you can customize the hell out of them. You can. everything it's just it's so cool and you can give them any goddamn weapon massively powerful as you like so i've got my guy running around with unfortunately unfortunately you can't give them melee weapons though and that kind of disappoints me because i wanted to give my defender a sword and shield because that would be funny (laughs) but no you can't do that it has to be guns a little bit disappointed but still it's awesome. You can give them any signed on you want, any armor set you've got going, Change any freaking color palette. Yeah. Just it's it's just yeah. Go crazy. Go have fun with it. It's awesome. And they're the they're cheap too. It's not expensive it's very to cheap. get yourself some some members. I mean, it does uh, depend on how you stand with a particular particular syndicate. But even the ones that I'm like hated by, it's still not that expensive. Hmm. Definitely, especially if you've been playing the game a long time, they're fucking cheap as chips. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, even for newer players, it's not that expensive. 250 grand, I think, is the most I saw. Maybe half a mil. 
Can't I think the, the highest I saw was about 200,000. Yeah, so it's not that bad. Yes, 200,000 sounds like a lot to a new player, but really you can get that in one mission if you know where to go at the right time. Yeah. I They're, they're, they're helpful. They're very fucking helpful. They are. The AI is pretty damn good. It's not perfect, but it's pretty damn good. On the, the mission I did this morning, um, I did. I don't have a pilot uh, in mine. I have a gunner, an engineer, and a defender. Same. So when I went to go off and do the running around um, outside the ship part, I literally just parked my ship and, and, and flew out and did whatever I had to do. And the whole time I'm watching my, my uh, Railjack's health, and it's... It's staying up there because my engineer's just running around freaking putting out all the fires, exactly. sealing up the things. Yeah. It's just they do their job and they do it damn well. Yeah, they do. And that's all you want them to do. I mean, unfortunately for myself, I didn't get to test any higher tier missions because I didn't get a chance to grind through uh, that far. I only just got gr- ground through, grinded through Earth and, and Venus. We know is, is relatively low, but again, I hadn't played on PS4. <laughs> I thought I had, but I hadn't. So <laughs> I had to grind through all that. So I did about 10 missions and I really, really enjoyed it because I could leave those guys to do whatever before I had a crew and I didn't, assi- or, you know, when I had my first member and I didn't know that he wasn't an engineer, I was getting fucked over. I'd go off to go do something and my ship would explode. But now... It's absolutely fine. So, kudos on the crew. It works really well. Um, I'll need to get... What was the highest level you played with a crew, Lucas? Uh, 28 to 30. Okay, so yeah. So I didn't I didn't, I didn't. didn't do, like, high stuff. I, did, I went to, like, the lowest freaking um, Void Storm I could just to give it a test, ah, at least. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I didn't do um, anything much higher than that either. I, I might have done a little bit higher than that in my... In my escapades but yeah not much higher than that so we'll have to hear back from others as to how well they do under real pressure real in inverted commas but um <laughs> yeah i'm i'm really pleased with it yeah what about i think we talked about the new missions versus the old missions last week what do you think of the volatile missions have you had a chance to play them yet i no i haven't even i still have not touched ah, it well the, vo- the volatile <laughs> mission i saw someone exp- uh suggest that it was a cross between sabotage and survival it's not really it kind of is but it's not really you you've got to go into a point of the ship where you're i don't know exactly what you're doing i didn't pay any attention to the voiceovers sorry world but i just didn't <laughs> but you, you turn on a uh, a terminal and then it's got to do with regulating the heat of the reactor or something like that so you've got to fly around looking for exhaust ports and destroying them when you need to 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 let go of uh, to release the excess heat to maintain the temperature, and at the same time you've got to keep an eye out for uh, specific corpus engineers who are going to go and shut off what you've done. So you've got to wait for it to do that over a period of time, let's say five minutes. So while you're flying around doing stuff, you've got to go around and, and protect everything. So it's it's a little bit hectic solo. It's not that bad, but it's a little bit hectic when you're doing it solo. It was quite fun and an interesting new mission. Is it all that different from some of the others? Not really, but I would say it's probably a good new mission type. Yeah, that was my thoughts. You should you should get on and, and check it out, Lucas. Uh, see I see should. what you think of it. It didn't feel that much different from, say, a mobile defense just with bits added in. Ugh, mobile defense. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's better than mobile defense because mobile defense, you just go to one place and defend it and then another place and defend it and another place and defend it and it just is a pain in the ass. This, it's still yeah. just one place you're defending and you've got to do other things while you're there. So it feels yeah. a little bit better in that regard, but... Hmm. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. The big piece, Call of the Tempestari, no spoilers. What did you think of the quest? Hmm. What are your thoughts first? <sighs> there were a lot of really cool set pieces. There's a new character that was created. And without spoiling too much, there's a new ship and a whole bunch of lore that goes along with it that was created as well. The story of Sevagoth also ties into this. And... It could have been a really epic story in terms of scale, but it feels a little bit rushed and one, two, you're done and you're out. 
and the story just sort of gets wrapped up on you. I was a little disappointed because it seemed like a really cool story and it could have, and it was a really cool story. The writing in it was, was pretty good. It was just forced into a couple of missions that sort of taught you how to use Severgoth. Mm, okay. Yeah. I see, I see where you're going. Um, but I'm going to be really positive with this. I actually loved the story, like the, the, the whole, the whole quest line itself, I thought was excellently executed maybe a little rushed and i've seen a lot of people complaining that the the quest line itself was very short and you know very disappointing that it didn't go longer which i get i i 100% get but i would just like to point out folks that this is the first ever new warframe quest we've received that is cinematic yeah the first this is new ground for de I'm not counting the sacrifice with frickin' Umbral Excalibur because that's just a glorified Excalibur. This is a brand new Warframe introduction that they did cinematically. So even if it was only a fucking small short storyline, a small short quest line, that still took a fuck ton of work and they still deserve the praise that they should be getting because bloody hell, they did a fucking good job and it was aesthetically pleasing. There was a kick-ass cool little tune in it. You did get to have a, a, a bit of a play with Savagoth's shadow. The new ship design was freaking awesome. They did a great job with all of that and it being their first cinematic Warframe quest. I feel ya. To a degree. I'm trying to remember how cinematic it was. I remember there was a cutscene at the end. There was a cutscene at the uh, kind of at the beginning. Yeah, I can't remember that one. There was, there was about there was about three three cutscenes throughout the whole thing. Hmm. My main gripe was what you were doing in the story just didn't seem to really mean anything. The story itself was stronger than. The activities you were doing. Yeah, now the activities... The, okay, so the gameplay was not great. I will I will be... Uh, you know, I will admit that. The game, gameplay for it was not great. But everything else about it, fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. And, and, you know, I didn't even think of the fact that there were some cinematics in there. So that's a good point that you've raised. People complain that there's not enough cinematics. Well, there you go. There was some more cin- cinematics. Yeah. Severgoth, the first ever cinematic quest yeah. for a frame. Yeah, but that also sets a bad precedent because then people are going to expect cinematic quests. For expect frame. it more in the future. Yeah, <laughs> yes, it does. It does set a bad precedent for that. Um, and you know, maybe, maybe we will see more of this kind of stuff because uh, on on another side of things, right? This sets up for the next. Uh, big update that they're going to be bringing out. This sets up hmm. for the whole uh, Corpus Lich system. Yes, you know this is this is the setup for that. If we go back to Chains of Harrow, Chains of Harrow was the big setup for everything Void related that we do now. Yeah, so it makes sense that yeah, I, I do expect to see something more like this again in the future because it's not impossible for them to do a Warframe quest that ties so directly into the story. Well, I guess, like, yeah, if you, if you think about it, this isn't just a Warframe story. It happens to be a Warframe story as well, but it ties into the, the main storyline. Yeah, same with Chains of Harrow. Mm. Chains of Harrow did the exact same thing to the point now where Chains of Harrow is a, uh, a prerequisite for any of the other missions uh, quest lines that come after. This will be the same. Mm. Absolutely. Yep, I get you. I get you. I get you. Yeah, yeah. So, fucking kudos, DE. You did an amazing job with it. Aesthetically, absolutely pleasing. Loved the pirate theme. Absolutely fucking love the pirate theme. <laughs> Need more space pirates. <laughs> it's it's funny, you know. They they really knew which way to take this. And I, they've been leading towards a pirate theme for a little while. And... Here they are, and it's gone down. Here An they absolute are. treat. So I'm I'm hoping it continues. I'm hoping the pirate theme continues just a little bit more. All right, please. <laughs> All right, Severgoth. 
Savagoth. Oh boy, what a former hungry motherfucker that guy is. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about him. Um, the reality is I haven't even built him properly, so I forgot that you have to Neither. actually build his um, his claws as well, and you have to build his wraith form as well, don't you? Yep, you build. You gotta do. You gotta mod Savagoth. You gotta mod his shadow. You gotta mod the shadow's claws. Yeah. So I haven't modded the shadow or the shadow's claws, and I was wondering why he wasn't really overly effective in terms of the melee component because he's really a melee focused uh, Warframe. Very much. If you're wondering why you're not doing very well with him. You need to be focusing on the melee. You need to be doing as much as you can while you're not in shadow form to make sure you get in shadow form. And then you'll be doing all the damage and all the all the survivaling. But I just didn't get a chance to really get him up to levels that were satisfactory for me. And I didn't freaking build him right. Boo-hoo for me. Boo-hoo. Yeah. So I, I yeah. still love him. He looks great. The alternate helmet looks Ugh. ridiculous. Can't stand it. I think that's the better helmet, to be honest. Ill, 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 ill. Uh, it's, it, it's, it's got, if you color him right, he's got a Sinbad vibe, and I fucking love Have it. Have you seen the Toxic Avenger? Have you heard I of the Toxic so. Avenger? No. no, I don't think so. No. Okay. It reminds me of the Toxic Avenger. He looks like he's had his face melted in a vat of toxic sludge. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. So I'd, no, I just can't I, do I, it. I think I think if you if you color it the the correct way, you really get a nice Sinbad vibe, and you know that ties in more to the pirate theme. I think it's so fucking cool. <laughs> Pirates. <laughs> okay, but you know that's not what I'm about mm. anyway. I'm a ball about ghosts and horror. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I, I, I lean I to the I other know. theme. <laughs> that that's that's fair. That's fair. I, I his kit is interesting. Mm. His kit is interesting. Um, now, I have seen a lot of people complain about his third ability, with the drain on that being uh, quite hefty. It is a bit hefty. I would agree. Yeah, I'm- yes and no. Mm. For for Savagoth, yeah, it's it's he- it's hefty, but for Warframe, no. It's it's kind of yeah, you know, maybe above average a little bit. It's nowhere near as bad as Chroma's effigy. Yeah. Like, nowhere near as bad as that. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, if, if Chroma's effigy was much better, it'd just be overkill. I mean, you get his effigy up freaking permanently anyway, virtually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so I mean, it's it's completely possible to build uh, build freaking Savagoth to have, you know, unlimited energy for that uh, that third drain ability and get constant lifesteal. Mm. Uh, completely, absolutely possible. So I, I personally love the third ability. I know, you know people hate it because energy drain, ew, blah. Uh, but no, it's a great, great ability in my books. The I'm not, I'm, I'm still trying to work out how I feel about the first two abilities. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the sending out the ghost is, is you know, one thing, but then- Second ability, Reeve. I just... It doesn't feel like Reeve does enough. Oh, you're talking about the second ability in his shadow form? No, no, on on, on actual Savagoth. No, because that's, on that's his, called on his base Reap. Reap. That's the one, Reap. No, yeah. the first ability is called Reap. The second ability is called Sow. Sow. Yeah. So, so what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to sow and then reap because any, any enemies that have been sown that you reap will then explode and cause damage as well as fill up your well. I didn't see this working in any great manner. I, I'm not sure if the effect is noticeable enough. No, it, it doesn't It doesn't feel like it is noticeable enough at all. Yeah, so I wasn't sold on the first two abilities anyway, uh, either, but realistically, yeah. I think the goal is to get into shadow form and stay there for as long as possible. Yeah. Because in, in yeah, shadow yeah. form, his three new abilities work together really nicely. In fact, they work together much better than his three other normal abilities. Although Gloom, his third yes. ability, when he's not in shadow form, is fucking fantastic. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Survivability goes through the frickin' roof. Yeah, everyone slows down and you get lifesteal. What's what's yeah. not to love? And, yeah, so in, in shadow form, he, he pulls them into him. 
And he's got another ability where that's called consume, where he sort of read them. That's why I thought you were talking about that one. And then he's um, what's the third one? Death's embrace or something? It's called that. Yeah, something like does that. something to him to them. <laughs> I don't know exactly what it does, and gives him a bit of life steal. Does a thing. Yeah, <laughs> does a thing to yeah. do a thing. So, <laughs> and things occur. Yeah, he, he he works pretty good like that. Yes, he's kind of like a, a DPS CC character. Yes, very CC, very heavy on the on the crowd control. Yeah. So, and I think he takes a, a bit of a while to learn for for some people because of that, and his abilities just don't seem to do anything. Oh, definitely. Yeah, definitely takes a learning curve, especially his passive, like the whole ability to go shadow form when you yeah. die is. That is a that is a learning curve. It is, and you really need to kill people when you do that. Yeah, yeah. Because if you don't, you die, and then yeah. you feel stupid. Then you, you then you then you're screwed. Yeah. <laughs> so tell your friends to stop killing things when you go down. Let you, just <laughs> let you get a kill, and then you'll be right. I think I think that should be like a good indicator to say that Savagoth is probably better off as a solo yeah. frame. <laughs> uh, cosmetically. I'm excited for the future of Savagoth. He looks great. Yeah, not only that, but the 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 shadow form can actually have different um, helmets from the base form. Yes, yes, you're right. It can. So, so when Tenogen comes around for Savagoth, you can really customize the living shit out of this frame, and it will be awesome. Go on, come on. People out there designing stuff, design the shit out of Sevagoth. Make him look more, make him look scarier. Yeah. He needs to be scarier. Halloween themed freaking Babadook. Sevagoth. Babadook. Frick yeah. Babadook. <laughs> Babadook. <Goth. laughs> I want to see it. <laughs> Is that everything? It doesn't feel like everything, but I think it might be everything. The Railjack update. I think it new might Railjack be. stuff. Railjack, yeah. New missions, yeah. And they they threw in a new uh, new node with Tempestari, new uh, new planet with Tempestari. So oh, we're right, to Neptune yes. now, um, and that that introduced what's it the the defense and spy yes. into the uh, defense and spy into railjack. into the uh, the railjack yeah. system. Did you? What was the question? I I did a spy. I did a spy within in the railjack yeah, system. That was a bit and, of fun. Hmm. Mm. It was they interesting. I mean, there's also one of the one of the quests they get you to do is uh, for the the Tempestari quest line is also a uh, a rail jack yes. spy. So that 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 gives you a good chance to really taste what they're throwing in. The new enemy type that they brought in for that is absolutely annoying. Which one's that? The 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 uh, what's it? The the drones the. The drones that uh, block out signals. The ah, I can't remember. Were what they in the um, the quest line spy? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure they're on the quest line. Yeah, you have, you basically like they they pop up and they prevent you from being able to hack terminals or be able to um, receive the the information from the terminal. So you got to blow them up to be able to uh, have access to terminals and shit. Interesting. Maybe I was just doing too well to notice them. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't. I didn't really notice them. <laughs> hmm. But did they cause like a um, nullifier bubble here and there? No, no, they didn't cause a nullifier bubble. It was just you basically you go to do like a terminal and you'd be like, oh, uh, these drones have been freaking let out. I can't. Up, I can't download any of the information until these drones have been taken care of. Mm, you would have thought you would have. I would have noticed something like that, and I didn't. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe I'm just better at yeah. doing spies than you, and the drones weren't alerted. Sig- signal, signal drones, blocker drones. Hmm. Oh, I can't remember. That does sound annoying. annoying. Drones. Annoying. Like drones. A pain in the ass. Blood, spies bloody, are bloody annoying, annoying enough as it is to me. Abs- absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> what else was there? Ah, oh, Sevagoth. How do you get Sevagoth? Apparently, you get him in missions on Neptune and Pluto. I think. Is that right? Maybe. <laughs> I actually haven't looked at how to get Savagoth, to be honest. So I've, I quickly looked it up. Look at me being all magical with the internet and stuff. His main pl- blueprint you get from the Call of Tempestary quest, naturally. 
and you get his components from Void Storm missions in Pluto Proxima, Neptune Ew. Proxima, or Veil Proxima. Dun dun dun! Ew. So you got to get Ew. him from Void Storm. At least Icky. that gives you a reason to go to Void Void Storms when you're farming him. But once you've farmed him, I don't yeah. see any reason to go back ever. Sorry, dear. But that's just to help you <laughs> make it better. Oh, there's also the two if, new guns. Oh, yeah, there's the two new guns as well. If Void Storms guns, gave yeah. you the ability to crack more than one relic, okay, then there would wink, be a wink, potential nudge, nudge. to go to Void Storms instead of uh, relics. Or if they gave you something else that was better and worth the time that you put in. That's really important. Worth the time you put in. Like Vaulted Primes. Like Vaulted Primes, indeed. So... Yeah. Um, do we think Severgoth is really worth getting? The, the, I think the, the freaking jury's out on that one. Yeah. I mean, I, aesthetically, I give him mm-hmm. a freaking five out of five. Five out of ten. Uh, playability, play, playability, I give him maybe a three out of five. Yeah. Yep. I'd probably, uh, agree with you and give you yeah. a high five on that one. Yeah. I will take that high five. Put it in your pocket. Keep it it for later. (laughs) Okay. Is there anything else you wanted to talk about with regards to Call of the Tempestari update? Um, Ooh. 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 The shiny shiny new ship skin. Shiny new ship skin. Oh, yes. The Railjack skin. The Railjack skin. Looks really cool. Oh, my God. So, yeah. Not not going into spoiler territory, but that really cool Railjack that we mentioned earlier, there's a skin for it. It looks fantastic. And bef- okay, before this update came out, I actually renamed my mm-hmm. uh, Railjack. What'd you name it? All right, I renamed it to the Argentum okay. Storm, mm-hmm. Silver Storm. Yeah, it's pretty mm-hmm. cool, right? Then this update comes out. I get that skin. Now it's called. <laughs> it's still Argentum Storm, oh, but fits. now it actually yeah. looks like it, is a, a, it actually looks like yeah, a Silver Storm. It fits. That's <laughs> <laughs> nice. I I didn't have a name. This is Fuck how yeah. little I did of Railjack on PS4. I didn't even name it. <laughs> so I gave it a name, and I'll see. I'll I'll just drop this name. It is taken from somewhere, and I'll see if anyone knows where I got it from. So I named my Railjack. So much for subtlety. See if anyone knows where I got it from. It's not that obscure. Okay, I'll give you a hint. It's from a book, a sci-fi book. Anyway, let's move on. I think overall, Call of this Tempestari update was a really damn good one. Yeah, well done. It is. It does fix certain problems with Railjack. It means I'm actually going to enjoy going and smashing through the Railjack missions. Once I've finished them, am I going to go back to them? Probably not. So some work still needs to be done there. But yeah, it makes it. It has taken a step. A positive step in the right direction for Railjack, which is good. The Call of the Tempestari story is fantastic, and the direction that it points for the future is also very cool. So I am down. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, I'm. I'm excited for that. Indeed, Severgoth Warframes are hit and miss, aren't they? Sometimes they they come out and they're the absolute best thing yeah. since sliced bread. Sometimes they come out and you're a little bit disappointed for a little while, and then you find out they're fucking fantastic, or they just fall to the wayside. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. At this point, it's a wait and see. Cool. All right. So, where does that uh, put us at at this point in episode 140? English is hard. Community call out. And straight on into King Louis' blessing. King Louis' blessing. All right, so now we I got one I got one lined up for this week, but this one's a bit of a small one, so uh, the, my brain just actually conjured up a second one Ooh. out of thin air. So we're gonna get a, a, a Lucas original here from um, the, straight from the brain, straight boom, straight, straight from, from the, the top brain. of my dome. Yeah. Sorry, but the first one we're gonna go with is from Framed for Nothing with another fantastic idea. This is. He didn't give it a name, so I went along and gave it a name for him, and I called it the Electric Avenue Wisp. Simple. Electric it's Avenue. <laughs> it's simple. It's Wisp with Vorbin's Tesla Nervos. Tesla Nervos picks up Wisp's moats. What more is there to say? Interesting. <laughs> 
very interesting. <laughs> nice testing. That's not something I think many other people would have tried testing out. So thank you to Frame for nothing for giving that a shot. Wow. Wow. Drop, drop those imagine the nerve us with the electrical. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Electric Avenue. <laughs> ah, I see what you did. Okay. It took me a while. I like uh, it. Yes, so that's fantastic. I love it. Um, definitely a, a uh, build worth checking out. Mm-hmm. And uh, yes, King Louis very much appreciates this meal. Indeed. Uh, and the one that I just came up with at the top of my head, I don't even have a name for it because it was literally just popped up in my head now. Uh, replacing Chroma's effigy with Savagoth's gloom mm. and running a fire-based chroma. Now, fire-based mm-hmm. chroma gains uh, a nice hefty amount of HP, very hefty amount of HP, but the problem with it is that there's just no way to heal yourself. So why not have a hefty amount of HP and a way to re- recover it while taking massive amounts of face-tanking damage? Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very interesting. Nice one. You can call that Lucas's love child of fire? Gloomy, gloomy dragon. Gloomy dragon. Gloomy dragon. (laughs) It's actually perfect. (laughs) Uh, It reminds me of, uh, what's that song? Peach Dragon. Not Peach Dragon, that's a movie. Puff the Magic Dragon, when he gets sad at dragon. the end, because you know, the kid doesn't come back anymore, turns into a gloomy dragon. Gloomy, gloomy dragon. <laughs> Amazing. Fantastic. All right. Moving into reviews update, and yet again, we have another week where we have no new reviews. We're very sad, <gasps> sad people. No, sadness. That leaves us at 143 reviews, which is really something to be proud of. High five, yeah. Lucas. Yeah. <laughs> All right, where are we now? Dr. Cephalone. Dr. Cephalone. Yeah. Dr. Cephalone. All right, this one came to us during the week from a person in our Discord called Fonsocks. Fonsocks. I don't know why, but it makes me think of Fuzzy Bear. (laughs) Thanks, Fonsocks. Waka waka. Anyway, here it goes. Dear Dr. Cephalon, I have some friends that started to play Warframe and they're always asking about more difficult content to play or content with good rewards and I really don't know what to tell them. They want raid style content or rewards as they are ex-Destiny. What can I recommend to them? Interesting question and always remember I am ex-Destiny as well. Sadly, there are no raid style content or there is no raid style content on par with what you do in destiny regardless of what anyone says yeah people will tell you that eidolons are the raid style content in warframe and to some degree they are but they are not raids no they are they are raid boss they're not raids they're raid boss yeah exactly but i mean i have i have two two questions one when did they start to play Warframe if they're already asking about more difficult content? Get to the freaking end of the game. <laughs> <laughs> get, get, you know, are, are, have they passed the war within? Are they up to sorties and things like that? When you first get to sorties, they're kind of tough. They're fun to play. Eventually, you get way overpowered and the steel path is where it's at and arbitrations. But yeah, yeah. There's a big difference between Warframe and Destiny in that Destiny Destiny is also very, very bullet spongy when you get to certain bosses, but the bosses and things in, in raids are not only bullet spongy, but very, very mechanic driven and you need to do specific uh, things in order to take them down. And it's the mechanics more so than the bosses themselves that makes the content difficult. And that's, I guess, with Warframe... The mechanics piece is something that that's really being added and being worked on. So I think what you've got to look at there are Eidolons. Profit uh, Taker. Orb Mothers. Yeah. yeah Profit Taker. And there's got to be another one. There was another one I was thinking of, but 
uh, uh, to a degree, the, um, the, the underground bits on Demos. Oh, yeah. Yeah. To a the, degree. The they, they, they Demos get vaults. tired and boring and easy after a while. But yeah, that's really all there is. I think, um, apart from that, when it comes to rewards, Eidolons probably have the best rewards in terms of arcanes. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Cause it's, in Destiny, you grind your ass off to try and get a specific weapon from a boss. And there's just nothing like that in Warframe. And, you know, I would argue that that's also a good thing. Because you know where you're getting things from, you can get them yourself, and you grind to build them to what to become what you want them to become. So, yeah. Actually, the, actually here's one yeah. for you. Uh, one of our Discordians mentioned to me this past week, and they're, they're a... Um, a heavy uh, Steel Path player, the new Railjack on Steel Path is ridiculously hard, apparently. Oh, there you go. Interesting. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I didn't even think about Railjack on Steel Path, to be honest. <laughs> don't want to. <laughs> yeah. Um, there are plenty of people out there that don't have much trouble with Steel Path because they have fantastic builds. I'm not one of those people. Yes, I host a podcast about Warframe, but I have never been a person who builds to meta. I, I play to enjoy myself, and my builds, they can't handle Steel Path very well. <laughs> <laughs> so, Moth Hop, you need to carry me through some Steel Path. <laughs> But yeah, Steel Path is a place for them to go. And if they are those types of people who really want to make massive kick-ass builds, they're eventually going to get overpowered for everything that Warframe has to offer. And that's not thats not really, in my opinion, a fault of Warframe. It's, a, it's one of the good things about Warframe. Yeah. You can keep building. I mean, the only way... The, the thing that ruined Destiny for me was that the only way they could make things difficult was to bring everything down to level and remove the power play. Mm, yes. So, yeah. And a lot of this was already said in the Discord. Rath, uh, Rathok, for example, gave a lot of these good um, suggestions and said the same kinds of things. Uh, Rathok also talked about arbitrations and said that um, part of the reason it makes it difficult is you, you basically only have one life. And if you go down, then your allies have to pick you up. They have to, not only do they have to pick you up, they have to take down these little arbitration drones, uh, five of them, collect the tokens, and then get you back up. So, <laughs> yeah, of, arbitrations can yeah. be difficult. Yeah. Yeah, but apart from that, mm, mm. Yes, yes. It's yeah, Eidolon yes. and Profit Taker. If they're, if they're looking for mechanics, Eidolon and Profit Taker is what they're looking for. Definitely, definitely tried one. Definitely tried ones. Yeah, and I mean, Fonsox said that uh, he or they is looking uh, are looking to prepare their friends for arbitrations and to get into Railjack. Um, so I think there's plenty of places. If they're not even at the point where they can do arbitrations or steel path, then I don't think they're really at a point where they can say they're asking about more difficult content because they haven't reached it yet. They just need to keep grinding. Maybe that's a problem that... Yeah, the more con the more difficult content is hidden behind a lengthy grind, and by maybe by the time you get to the, the point where you're bored with the difficulty of the content, you've got a shit ton more to actually grind through before you can unlock the hard stuff. Yeah, hadn't thought about that before. Makes sense. Good point. This is a very good Makes point. Makes sense. Yes. yes. All right. Uh, anything else you want to add? Uh, no, 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 no. Lucas says no. Once Lucas says no more than three times, you know he really has nothing more to say. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that brings us to the end of episode 140. We hope you had a good time listening, as good a time as we had talking. Talk, talking. We talk. We just talk okay. about it. <laughs> if you want to get in contact with us for any reason whatsoever, you know what to do. Cephalonsquared.com is the place to be, the place to go. You will find links to different ways of getting in contact with us. But I recommend joining our Discord or joining our Facebook group. They're the two bestest ways. Yeah. Yeah. If, you, <laughs> if you'd like to support us, Cephalonsquared.com forward slash support is the place that will explain all that for you. But let's say thanks to our patrons. Thank you, Jellybug1799. Thank you, Fluffstory. Thank you, Coyote PX. Thank you, Jackson31. Thank you, Kintail. 
Thanks, Framed for Nothing. Thanks, Dylan Braun. Thank you, Solarian. Thank you, Ponytail. Thanks, Xenomortis. And I'll just throw in here, Xenomortis has an Instagram and is a fucking great Capturer artist. Woo! So, look them up. I don't know their Instagram name. I'm assuming it's Xenomortis. Look them up. Look for it. Do the thing. Do the thing. Look for it. Thank you, Bugoplasm. <laughs> Thank you, La Dutch Master, the Dutchiest of all the people in our Discord. No one is Dutchier. So thank you to all of you for supporting us for such a long time and continuing to support us. We're not worthy of your love. We love you much, much more. Uh, and thank you to everyone out there that continues to listen to us as well. We we really appreciate it. I know we sort of cut down on the amount of content we were doing because there just wasn't enough to cover. And some people were disappointed. But yeah, we hope that we still managed to uh, entertain you in those weeks where we do put out an episode and we'll be back in a couple more weeks hopefully i'll be all healed up i'll still be a cranky old man but <laughs> such is life and who am i anyway i'm greg newbigin i'm mad capsules all over the shop who are you lucas i am lucas silvestri and i'm silverlight all over the interwebs s-i-l-v-r-l-g-h-t our community is fantastic love you guys so much keep being freaking awesome Indeed, continue that. You're very good at it. Thank you to Yana, Disco underscore Box on Twitter for the intro and outro. Thank you to you once again for listening because we love you. And we'll see you in a couple of weeks. Bye. Thanks for listening to Cephalon Squared. If you'd like to contact us, reach out via our website at cephalonsquared.com, where you can find us via email, Facebook, Twitter, or Discord. But don't fret, there'll be more Cephalon Squared in a few short days. So don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode.